0: Is it on? I, I don't like having this kind of power. Yeah, it's, it's, this we're, is, this we're is on, wrong. We're we're on opposite sides of them of the uh, the thing here. So, I'm currently on the right side. Andrew is running the uh,
1: computer. Hate it. I'm computer. Terrified. Yeah. I'm an old man. I don't. like Literally, it.
0: all you had to do was hit a button.
1: Calm down. There's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I've seen you fail at it. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> That's true. <laughs> you have. Thanks for ratting me out, bro. You're welcome, <laughs> You're welcome buddy. Welcome in. Uh, we've got the final saga of book two of Avatar Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. Uh, we finished up the Earth um, saga. I keep saying saga. I don't know why. Just a good word. Um, Ark. Sorry. My dog's upset is now calm not really all right Um, so we we ended part one at the library learning about the eclipse that Mm -hmm. was coming and oppa being
0: taken by the sandbenders
1: right and so part two um we spent a lot of time focusing in on that oppa piece Mm -hmm. and at least, at least once every episode, uh, they
0: mentioned having to find Appa, or f- who who could have taken Appa, or where they took him, or getting to Bossing Say to find Appa. It was all something along those lines.
1: Yeah, and uh, pretty convenient, of course, that they were heading to Bossing Say anyway to talk to the Earth King. And, <laughs> right. You know, it's one of those you can't hate on the fact that that's just how it works. Right. Okay. And so we we spend probably four or five episodes learning about the the goings on in, in everyone's individual lives. Uh we get a quick mm-hmm. check in with Hakoda, uh Katara and Sokka's father. Mm-hmm. Um we have Toph developing the superpower of bending that is metal bending. Mm-hmm. We get the saddest episode
0: in Avatar The Last Airbender history uh, of Iroh's day out.
1: Yep, where he celebrates the his birthday son's, of his son's birthday. Yeah. Which you weren't in the room for. I wasn't.
0: I ended up in the bathroom. It <laughs> got really
1: humid in here. I was, I don't know, it was like a mist was in the yeah, air. I, 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 I kind
0: of wanted to tell you to back it up so that I could watch it.
1: Yeah didn't cry though but boy howdy did my eyes get heavy yeah oh, it was, it was that tough. like
0: that like weird heavy feeling that your eyes get like
1: <laughs> you're just like don't do it don't do it, it.
0: no nope. come on man no nope. power through Power <laughs> hold through. It. hold it together
1: uh we we do get a little bit of of look into momo and, mm-hmm. and learning about him and you know him just being just a crazy chaotic person well, yeah lemur Um, the, the cool things we do, we learn a lot more about, you know, the animals. We learn more about Momo, and we see through Momo's perspective for the first time. Yeah. Uh, where he, once he's captured, and you can... No, you see it, uh, when Sokka and Katara are sick. Oh, yes, you do. Because she's telling him to
0: go get water, and...
1: Yep, you're right. But But it's, it's the first time since then. Right, and, and you see it again, and there's... It's a really interesting perspective. Yeah. And they, those like, I don't even know, they just look like regular big cats. Like they didn't really have like that mixture that most yeah. animals have.
0: Although, we did get that too uh, in this season. Bosco.
1: Bosco, the bear. The bear. The armadillo bear? The platypus bear? I'm drawing a blank on what... what skunk bear. The, skunk bear. Um, I think there was one other reference that they made. Yeah. But, Some still, other weird
0: combination. Just bear. Just a bear. Who is awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, his animal instincts. <laughs> that was a Are good Are non-existent. That was a good quote. <laughs> um. We see Suki and the Kyoshi Warriors get taken down <laughs> by Azula. And... We learn about the secret society of the Dai Li, Correct. Correct. Uh, which are basically keeping everyone blissfully unaware of the things whether, going whether on. by
0: Whether by force or... Brainwashing. Brainwashing. Which I guess... Force. Yeah, I mean... But like... Just... Whether by
1: force or by... Blissful, misinformation. Or blissful ignorance, yeah. I suppose. Because, you know, it, it's one of those classes... Classist systems. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to say.
0: Well, like the um, with the Earth King, it's it's just more of a misinformation type thing because, um, he doesn't know. He doesn't. Yeah, he's not told. You know, they don't brainwash him. They don't. You know, force him not
1: to say anything about it. They just don't tell him. And then they hide behind the whole facade of, well, he doesn't need to worry about, you know, the petty, petty he, ins and outs of an of a uh. A never-ending wars. how, uh, what was his name, Long Feng? Yeah. I wanted to call him Tai Long, and I'm like, nope, that's, uh, that's Kung Fu Panda, that's... Yeah. That's not it. <laughs> do no. shit. No. 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 Never. No, never again. Never. Never. Never again. I'm really glad Jack Black doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, have you heard of Tenacious D song recently? no me either i I don't know if that was part of his music still um i i do think this last half of the book is kind of drawn out i feel like this is the point in the the season where they would already have been confirmed for the final season right and so they kind of just—they
0: were drawing it out so that they could develop exactly what's going to go, what's going to happen in book four or book three,
1: right? Because um, the final chapter is fire. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know who's who's going to teach Ang Fire? Is it? Are they going to rescue Iroh? Is Zhang Zhang going to come back? You know, I mean, those like, of us who've seen the, the show, we yeah. know
1: where this is going,
0: right? But as far as you know, never seeing the show before, we don't know, like, because of course. Seeing the show, spoilers, we know that Zuko turns on the Fire Nation again.
1: (laughs) But if if you look at how, and I think this is beautifully written, is the end of book two, Uh he turns back to the Fire Nation. Right. And so he went through this, he released Appa from... He would do this sort of sp- like
0: spiritual metamorphosis? Yep, and he had within his himself
1: reawakening, and he was this positive person mm-hmm.
0: until he realized that
1: there was a possibility that of going he could get back his honor. Mm-hmm. Which Very is common theme. <laughs> yeah, um, that's basically his entire character arc thus far. Is it's all about honor, and so when given the opportunity, he he turns on Iroh, his uncle. And he turns on Aang and Katara and leads to the ending of the book where Azula strikes Aang with lightning. Right. The,
0: as far as I know, the only time lightning ever works in the series.
1: That it strikes a person. That it
0: strikes a person. Yes. Because, I mean, technically you can count when Ira redirects it as striking a person,
1: but not really. Well, he grabs Azula by the fingertips and directs it out. Well, and Zuko
0: does it later on. Well, He, re- he redirects it when she's shooting it at Katara. He doesn't
1: do it well. No. And he ends up electrocuting himself. He's an idiot. But he redirects it all the same. Character arc. Yeah. <laughs> Still an idiot. Uh, but we do have some great individual pieces that happen during this this second part. Mm-hmm. Um. You learn about chakras Um With Guru Patik Patik Uh He teaches Aang How to Be able to go in and out of the avatar state at will Based Mm -hmm. on him clearing his chakras Letting go of earthly possessions And Is the final one Yeah And That one is the one that he can't do Because he doesn't want to let go of the things And You know Things that he cares about Also known as Katara Right Um
0: which obviously there's other things, but the first thing that he thinks of is obviously Katara.
1: Yeah, which is ironic because he spent literally the past month looking for his bison. Yeah, and Appa's is not the first thing he gives a shit about. It's Katara. <laughs> right. It's well, we're... he it...
0: can he can do stuff with Katara that he can't do with Appa.
1: So. He can fly if he has Appa. You know I wasn't talking about flying. I was. <laughs> he already has mastered waterbending. What else does he need her for?
0: I... <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have that
1: discussion when you're older, buddy. <laughs> says, says the guy... Says to the guy who has a kid in one of. Yeah. <laughs> um. You kind of ruined the comedy of that moment <laughs> with, with that. <laughs> um... But you do, you do have some individual moments, and you definitely see that love arc kind of developing. You have a weird moment in the catacombs, though, yeah, with uh, Katara and Zuko, where she touches his face. Yeah, which...
0: and I think that's where because obviously there are the people that, um, as we're gonna call it, shipping. Uh, that ship Katara and Zuko together. That's kind of where that starts, I think.
1: Okay. I don't know. I. I don't know what shipping means, and I've I've never heard that term it's, before.
0: It's essentially like putting characters together in a relationship.
1: In like the mind with and fan with, art and stuff. Y- yeah. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. So the naughty side of this whole thing. Sort of. The Tumblr side. Sort of.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Damn it, Tumblr only <laughs> for the good people. Um. We do see. Um, a pretty cool moment for Sokka in this actually, mm-hmm. um, where he gets kissed a bunch by yeah. Suki. That's what it. That's that's the moment yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, that's not actually, but it's it no. pretty
0: funny. Um, the part where we looked up at the ceiling and admired the uh,
1: the textured ceiling. Yeah, yeah, the textured ceiling. Yeah, yeah. painted with the texture. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but we have. Saka went and, and found his, his dad <clears throat> and checked in on them. And there's a moment in there where he's telling, um, his name, Batu? Bato. Bato to load the ships and all the other men get ready for battle. And Saka goes, well, What do you want me to do? And his dad says, And this is a really cool line.
0: Yeah. Didn't you hear me? I said, All the, the other men go get ready
1: and that's kind of like a he respects Sokka as a man right. now
0: Right. Well, and, and it's kind of a, it's a bit of a callback as far as Sok, Sokka asking what he wants what his dad wants him to do because you know when Sokka's dad left the first time it was you know hey you're not old enough you stay here and protect you're your sister
1: in and, the village in the village know now it's hey come on you know come yeah. with me and and it's also a callback to a little bit after that, where he does meet up with uh, Bato, Bato, and Bato puts him through the ice dodging right. uh, thing as the ship's captain, um, which is the the quote unquote rite of passage really for the water tribe. For water tribe men. And it's a really cool thing. I would have loved, or li- at,
0: l- at least southern tribe. I don't. We right. don't. We don't know if the northern tribe is, tribe is different.
1: I think their customs are a little more. Not. I think not tribalistic, but more, um, not like, vi- cause I, like I feel I don't, like I don't the southern s- tribe, like, kind of, like, Viking-ish, where it's like a, you, yeah. you are, you bathe in the yeah, blood and, of and your you, enemies you kind know, of a you, Yeah, of you passage. know, a lot of,
0: like, uh, ship warfare and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you... n-
1: the north seems more like a, kind of like an empire, almost, yeah. where, where it's like, you fight for, you know, king yeah. and country kind of a thing. Right. Um, right, the the princess of the Northern Water Tribe
0: is set up with its with its greatest warrior, right, or young warrior, I should say.
1: Yeah, and the young warrior sees it as a, a promotion more than it's a yeah you know an actual thing. You know the arranged marriages piece. Yeah, within that, um, I think a really cool addition that probably was a conversation that happened. It was just not depicted in the actual show would have been Sokka telling his father about what happened at the Northern Tribe and yeah. how, how that there's a group now coming down to the Southern Water Tribe to do some yeah. good. I and think it would have been a fun, like, deleted scene. Right. I think it would have been a, a valuable kind of getting conversation.
0: Like, you know, getting his father, you know, because obviously his father lost their mother. Right. You know, getting his father's input as a father of lost love and stuff like that and how to... Which, obviously, we had the moment with Suki... Where um, Sokka is very overprotective uh, to start d- uh, during the Serpent's Pass episode, where we get, you know, him obviously again very overprotective, and she goes, "Hey, knock it off! <laughs> like, I'm I can handle myself." Right. Like, what's going on with you?
1: Yeah, and then Sokka finally has to open up about it. Yeah. And I I think that was a good piece for Sokka, and then again, which because
0: even even. In the first part, we, you know, he sees Yue in the swamp. the swamp, and he goes, I thought I saw Princess Yue. Anyway. Like, he just quickly yeah. brushes past it. He doesn't want to talk about it. Because like,
1: he's trying to be that manly man. Yeah. You know. That's, that's to... who
0: he's had to be since
1: his dad left. Absolutely. Like, he's had to be the man of the village. Yeah. He can't be, I, I don't know, like, all gushy and emotional. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I just think it's a really cool piece to it. Um, and, of course, the uh, Toph almost drowning moment.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, I admitted, I thought was later, like, near the end of the series. Where they're, um, when, after they fall off the blimp.
1: Right. But, obviously not. So. So, as we, you know, move past, we we, talk, we see the serpents pass. That's a callback to that f- couple is someone that mm-hmm. zuko when he's by himself Considered considers s- stealing from and then sees that she's pregnant and then doesn't which is a weird kind of thing to kind of have a foreshadowing for because yeah it's it, it's it is. it's cool but it's like weird you know
0: if if you paid attention you noticed that it was the same couple if not like you didn't really think much about
1: it. right um and then, of course, you have you know, the uplifting. You know, she gives birth and names the baby Hope and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, I don't know. I I think this last part was a little bit stretched out. I agree. There was a lot more, a lot less, like, content, a lot more um, kind of... World building? Yeah, world building is a, is a good way to put it because, you know... You have Sokka getting thrown out of the poetry uh, place. Yeah. You have...
0: Because his last poem is one too many syllables long.
1: Yep. <laughs> and then you have Katara and Toph going and getting... You know, going to the day spa. Right. And, you know, getting a makeover. And then other girls in the embossing, say, start heckling them. And so they put them in a river. Like, it's... <laughs> they use their bending on them <laughs> basically yes and you know you have that cool <laughs> moment between katara and Toph where it's you know well i think well, you're, it, it i kinda, think you're pretty it and... kind of
0: explains Toph's like i guess personality a little bit you know because she says one perk about being blind is that i never have to worry about what i look like
1: right I have to worry about appearances you know like so
0: you know like even growing up, being taught this is how a lady acts. You know, mm-hmm. this is she was part of the richest family in one of the richest families in the Earth Kingdom. Right. And she's probably the fur- thir- furthest thing from a lady that we've seen. <laughs> like, yeah. But spin- spitting into a be. spittoon, like.
1: Um. Y- we do see a lot more criminality from the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, while in bossing, so they they do break every possible rule they can find. Uh, they break into the you know the Earth Kingdom uh, party, I guess is the best way to put yeah, it. Yeah, the, the, the bear, the Earth King's party for his bear. Um, and you see them break into there. You see them breaking the Lake lao guy, uh, which is an interesting thing that I think gets kind of glossed over in the grand scheme of this like show mm-hmm. is the brainwashing right like where are the well what the hell <laughs> where with especially with judy yeah with the where are the are they getting all these women and and i made an interesting thought process
0: on here it, it almost seemed like a joke at first but now that now that you know we saw you know, the amount of women that were in Lake Lau Guy being brainwashed and right. this is what you say, this is who you are.
1: Yep. Like I uh, I <laughs> I just kinda of put it out there as a thought, you know, it's just kinda of one of those, you know, brain straight out of your mouth, no no filter in between. Uh, was maybe they're some sort of prostitute. Maybe they're right. you that's,
0: know that's that's what th- that's how they clean up prostitution and in say. Yep. They
1: they're, they're ladies of the night, they're mistresses, they're mm-hmm. you know because the Dai League call themselves the like guardians the, of the culture, the cultural,
0: and... the cultural police.
1: Yeah, and so which I was... I
0: compared to something like North Korea or Iran, Right. who
1: they like, control... famously
0: have cultural police right. or religious police in right. Iran's case.
1: Yeah, and they have censorship. Yeah, you know? even China does the same thing with their censorship. Yeah. Piece, and that's exactly how the daily operate yeah. in this show. Is you don't get to drop flyers. That's against the law without being approved. Everything. Every, everything has to be approved in some 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 fashion. Right, and you're you have to wait a month, and that month is going to turn into three months. Right. Three months turns into a year.
0: Yeah. At the end of the
1: month, oh, something came up.
0: You know, we're going to push you back another month, and yep. every every time it continues to. Just get pushed back. Um, We do get some pretty cool fight sequences that happen. Mm -hmm. We have Jet against Zuko with a little sword fight.
1: That was awesome. Yeah, Uh, that's probably probably. It's kind of an underrated uh, fight scene. It is. It's a very high quality fight scene. Um, It it proves that Zuko is actually a pretty skilled fighter Mm -hmm. without firebending. Uh, When he is firebending, he's all rage based. Yeah, Uh, that's what makes him unsuccessful. Uh, But you do get to see. That cool little sword fight interaction. You see Appa versus the porcupine boar. Yeah. Which was an interesting uh, little fight.
0: You have um, Iroh showing why he's called a a dragon of the west. Yeah, and that's the first real talk about we've had with the whole thing. Which, Um, it's also the first time you see anybody breathing fire. Yep. Wait. You see it a little bit when you see, like, the silhouette of Ozai. You know, he breathes fire up into the air. But, like, that doesn't really count because you can't really see, like, his face.
1: <laughs> yeah. But
0: I don't think you see his face until, like... I don't think you ever see what Ozai looks like until,
1: uh, You don't see his living face... Until, like, the first episode of the third season. Until he declares himself Phoenix King, I'm pretty sure.
0: No, it was, uh... It's the day of the
1: eclipse. Cause, no, because Zuko, Zuko confronts him. It's no, it's the day Zuko comes home.
0: Oh yeah, and which is, is like the first back. episode of the th- yeah so you're right. of the third season. You're right, because he he welcomes him back personally. Yeah, and then of course next season we get you know Buff
1: yeah. Iroh. <laughs> and we'll get into all that stuff. We as all we come. oh.
0: We also got the first mention of the
1: White Lotus. We did, as we...
0: as a, as an organization, not just a pie show piece.
1: Right, and you got to see how those vines are weaved,
0: mm. how intricate. It's essentially, I guess, to put it into like reality terms, it's, it's essentially that world's Illuminati, yeah, or it's... like Freemasons. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a brotherhood of of every nation intertwined into into one thing to for common ideals for common
1: ideals um we we find out that Iroh is a grandmaster mm-hmm. which will come into play down the road obviously um he does lose a pie show piece the white yeah. lotus pie show piece um which had been mentioned previously and whenever he plays anybody else they make fun of like it's like the weakest thing yeah but clearly you see that you know the mentions of Pi show were, were never useless mm-hmm. it was building to this kind of cool thing right
0: and next season we get to see everyone everyone important that's actually in the White Lotus that, right you know you really never expect but it's it'll be a cool
1: thing uh, anyway uh it's some other cool pieces now I'm thinking about all the things that have happened We did kind of gloss over the whole metal bending thing. Yeah. Um, But tough metal bending is well. It
0: also it it's also in contrast to it's also uh, intertwined with Guru Patik talking about how everything's intertwined. Right. And how you know even metal is just purified earth. Purified earth.
1: And you know you quickly see that tough has discovered something that no one's ever done before mm-hmm. and you know fast forward if we think about what happens in Korra it's pretty common right but, but being now it's able, like being able for her to be able to see the pieces of earth in there she ha- she was going to be the person to figure it out yeah. but she is now officially the most badass earthbender on the planet yeah like it she, was she officially surpassed boomy yeah as being just absolutely dominating, and she's like ten. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I think she. They said she's twelve, but whatever. Same difference. Uh, I okay. Uh, to kind of, we'll kind of round this out. Uh, what what are you as, as somebody that hadn't would uh, let's put you in the shoes of somebody that's never seen this show before. Right. What are you looking for? to continue on or be set up in the last season. Of course, obviously the end of the war and Ozai versus Aang. That's that's more of an obvious one. But
1: Yeah, you obviously have to set up the the solar eclipse piece. Mm-hmm. Um, um is that going to be the end all be all? It will it be successful? You do see in book two, if you're paying close attention The king spills the beans on this. Yeah. When he tells Azula... Who he thinks is a Koyoshi warrior. That they're going to invade the Fire Nation on the solar eclipse.
0: Right, and she kind of like, oh.
1: (laughs) She's like, oh, that is a great plan and brilliantly thought out. (laughs) This is going to (laughs) suck. And then, you know, see how that plays out within that. Um... Sokka's gonna have to pick a girl, man. Yeah, he is. Lee is all about it, and it's, all, you All know, sorts of, all about it. Concerning, because then you have... Suki. Suki, and then... No, that's it. Yeah, you have... There's a lot of love things that need to play themselves yeah. out. We have that one date that Zuka goes on. Yeah, but... But no reference to her... After that, no, which is odd. I, I would assume she would come around again. And he yeah. says it's complicated. We know very minimal about the relationship between him and May. Yeah, we
0: know we obviously know that May uh, Azula and Tylee, when they were younger, kind of made fun of him. right? It. But that's all that we really know for now, I guess. Right, um, obviously, I think. Uh, putting my, myself... I think there's... Um, obviously, with going off knowledge that I already know... But... Um, I want to see things that like... I, I guess would set up something... With Azula and Zuko. Like a climax to their relationship. Yes. Yeah, because I, f- I feel like... Just everything that's happened to, th- to them... With obviously showing them how... How at, at odds they were as kids... And then of course... Building, to building throughout the rest of the series, uh, her constantly getting in his way or him getting in her way. Right. You know, it just it
1: has to build up to something. Yeah, and there's an an interesting foreshadowing piece. Well, not really foreshadowing, but a remembrance piece um, at the beginning of the final episode of book two, where you know it we get reminded by that moment where Roku says if you're killed in the Avatar state, you will... Or the, the, Avatar, the Avatar cycle, cycle will
0: cease to exist.
1: Um, you get that tidbit of knowledge, which is like, that's a very odd thing to be plugged in here. Right. And gets struck by the lightning to, to end and, the... And the... gets
0: killed. Like, un- until uh, Katara brings him back.
1: With the water from... Well... The... He's not he's not officially dead, but there's like consensus that he's dead, yeah. Or that he's been—you know—you know—in reality, he could have just gone unconscious, but people yeah. are stupid.
0: Well, I think it's the the flash of the arrow made yeah. people think that it it was him that he died there, right? So, and that's that's how I've always thought as well—is that the flash of the arrow signified his life coming back, him being brought back to life. Yeah, of course, I could be wrong. I, we could be wrong about everything that we've we've thought, you know. But
1: and you have you know, Katara using the the magical holy water from the northern pole, mm-hmm.
0: uh, which is it's that's essentially what it is. Like,
1: um, and that that does bring him to some semblance of consciousness. Um, there's got to be a timeline because they've got a couple months. Uh, yeah. There's got to be something, the you know, because as
0: we know, when Aang wakes up. Because he falls, like, right back asleep after he, he wakes up, you know, he hugs Katara, and then, like, goes right back to sleep. Uh, and then when he wakes up, he has hair. Yeah. Like, how, so. how long... How long it passed... Because I, I mentioned this, that, you know, at the end of one episode, uh, Zuko and Iroh cut off their things. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden... Zuko has, like, some semblance of a whole full head of hair. Right. Like, in the very next episode. How much time passed? Because hair does not grow that fast.
1: Right. And there was a couple timeline pieces that I was really confused about with with Appa's saga. Because, you know, you have the little tale of Momo where he finds the footprint. And then you have, you know, Longfang saying, if you want to see your bison again. Right. That logistically didn't line up in my own timeline of Appa would have already had to be in the city or how long were they in Bossing say were they in there yeah. for 2 weeks were they in there for a month right and how, how long
0: did it take them to get out of the desert uh, right
1: you know when when did Appa arrive versus when they arrived right how long after because it was obviously after Ang had arrived yeah
0: as as we learned in the in Appa's episodes right
1: or episode yeah and so it, it's just a an interesting timeline piece um you you do see zuko give up the blue spirit mm-hmm. um saga of his right. you know character development um and that kind of leads him into the spiritual crisis that he's gonna shake out of and then he has
0: this weird vision of him with Aang's head
1: which is his body which is hilarious that yeah. nobody talks about how funny that was to me um his scar... nobody,
0: nobody talks about how funny it was to you. Yeah,
1: it was specifically <laughs> to you. Because his scar was gone, and he had yeah. that arrow. It was weird. And then he, but in
0: in the vision he has of the two dragons, mm-hmm. his scar's gone. Yeah. In any vision he has, he doesn't have a scar.
1: Right, because he had never lost his honor in the first place. Right. Or he think I don't know if well that that was he... kind
0: of signifying his like what did he would he choose the path that he's always wanted. Of having his honor and becoming Fire Lord and having as the never, eldest son.
1: Having never done the thing that got him kicked out.
0: Right. Or does he go down the path of helping Aang and being you know, renouncing the Fire Nation right. stuff
1: like that. And so you have the the two dragons having that conversation and right.
0: one is vo- one is voiced by Azula, the other one's Iroh.
1: Obviously, you know, the two competing things in his brain. Right. Um, and and I think that's an interesting piece that we talk about is the fact that I don't know he holds some sort of like semblance in his mind that if he gets his honor back his scar will somehow heal or some stupid thing along those lines. Yeah, I but know. It, but there seems to be a fixation with it like the scar is going to be the thing that's going to change when in reality he he's looking to. You know, physically, he's not looking at the spiritual and the emotional side that Iroh has clearly grasped through his years of finding that spiritual awakening because Iroh is one of the closest people to the spirit world in the grand scheme of things. Right. Um, you have him, Aang, and eventually Toph are all going to yeah. have, have major connections with the spirits and, and a deeper sense of meaning. And you do have that really funny moment in Bossing say where it's someone's at the door. Oh, I know who it is. It's an old friend. And they open the door, and Sokka and Ang are just blown away, and Toph's just like, hey! <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, yeah, because they didn't know that she met, she had met Iroh before.
1: Right. And she had no idea who Iroh was to them, because yeah. it, he was just who he was. And he had never well, taken course, out and, any...
0: and of course we have the final act of, I guess, as far as the Fire Nation would be concerned, of betrayal by Iroh. In helping Katara and Aang escape, yep, uh, by holding off Azula, Zuko, and the uh, Dai Li, yep, for lo- long enough, and then as soon as they're out, he gives up. And
1: we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, I, I know what happens, but I mean, yeah, like... we yeah we, we know what happens, but it'll be, it'll be interesting to see it again. Mm. Um. Overall, I could have done without the Appa saga. Yeah, I could it. have too.
0: Um, I th- But I think there's certain parts in each... Uh, in each book that we can say, eh. Yeah. Like... Uh, I, can- I honestly can't think of one right off the top of my head from book one. Because book one
1: was a gem. Yeah. Well, well book one was a
0: lot of world building. It, it yeah. had to be. But I'm sure that, you know, I'm sure if we delved deep enough that we could find something that really didn't need to be there. Yeah.
1: And and with the the Appa Saga, it it makes a lot of sense in, like, the grand scheme of things. Right. You know, his connection with his, his animal guide. But there hasn't been a whole lot of talk about it. it. You know, it's a one backhanded reference to it when Roku's dragon appears to Aang in the spirit world. Mm-hmm. And takes him and says, "Oh, you're Roku's spirit guide, like Appa is to me." Mm-hmm. And that's all they talk about with their, the animal guide. Rick. Right. and same thing happens in Korra. They don't really talk about the no, whole connection. You
0: know, Naga is obviously Korra's spirit guide. Yeah, it's a bear dog. Yeah, <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, and, and then of course, Pabu. Bolin's spirit guide, I, I, like, no. to I like to believe. I like to believe that it's Bolin's spirit guide is Pabu. Just because we, just cause red we fox. joked that
1: the generations didn't make sense that Bolin should have been the Avatar is irrelevant. <laughs> he should have. So there's a, a widespread fan theory that Katara was meant to be the Avatar mm-hmm. uh, because of how powerful the bender she was. She is at the age of where... You Aang, would find out that you are Aang was dead, right? Aang would have died by the time she was born, you know, 112 years. So she's you know 14 or whatever. Yeah. So she, Aang probably would have lived to be 98 or something like that. And if then of course,
0: le- in the as far as Legend of Korra timeline, Katara would have either well, well she's probably, still technically alive. She's still technically alive, but as the if she was the Avatar, we don't know. Right. Uh, but we get. The um, the only the, the only the main... next cycle would be
1: Earth, and yeah. realistically that would be Bolin. Well, that's because he's the only Earthbender we talk about. But yeah. it could have been a Bayfon. It could have been, but that would have been some weird. It could have been planetary like, shit.
0: It could have been like May or
1: um, that's why Opal's the only one that can't yeah. Earthbend. Yeah, it's because it was taken from her.
0: <laughs> Opal was supposed to be the last next Avatar.
1: Uh That's why she's in
0: Earth she's from the Earth Kingdom and she can bend and she can bend air. It's confirmed so. <laughs>
1: Jesus. Um, yeah, overall um it, I'm, it's I'm, one of those like this season was definitely set up season. It was yeah. a setup season. It sets you up for the fi- the final grand act of this. Right. This was this was the the get all your battleships into flanking formation and mm. we're gonna wait. It's like, a right. st- it's like a stakeout. This is like the stakeout season. This, where, is, this is staging. Yeah, where nothing cool has happened. I mean, you get some cool action scenes and some good sequences and some world building, some yeah, good but it's, information. It's all coming. <laughs> and, but you know... Bo- boy, howdy. <laughs> this you, season three. You know the world is ending and it's gonna be a hell of a ride. Yeah. Well... I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. I, I this is an incredible. I'm I'm, show, a, I'm so.
0: excited for the next for book three and even to start Cora, oh, so we that we can kind of uh, compare and contrast.
1: Yeah, and I found and I remember another piece of information. We find out Smellerby is a girl. Yeah, we do.
0: And Longshot talks.
1: It took a while. It took a while.
0: You he, he says like six words, but he talks.
1: Pretty sure it's, like, the first words he's spoken since, like, the Fire Nation killed his village, but I mean... Yeah,
0: I think so. That was
1: supposed to be, like, a monumental moment for yeah. everyone who we were all just, like, he wasn't given enough screen time for us to no. really appreciate how cool that is. He, he
0: was he was on screen in fir- that first uh, Jet episode for, like, two minutes. Right. And then... Because a lot of what they focused on was... uh, uh Tiny and... Um,
1: I'm not going to remember their names. The other guy. Yep. The
0: the big one and the small one. Yep. (laughs) And Jet. And, you know, this one they focus on Smellerby and Longshot with
1: Jet. Yep. So. Which kind of begs the question of what happened to everybody else.
0: Well, we know what happened to everybody else. They're still alive. Right. They just... My guess was that um, Jet and Smellerby and Longshot were going to go to Bossing Say and get established. Within somewhere, get a house and stuff like that, and then bring everybody else. And along. then bring everybody else along. Fair enough. Because uh, all the rest of them are in, are there at the raid, uh, the staging area for uh, the invasion of the Fire, Fire Nation.
1: Right. I know. I was just it just begs the question of yeah, why is there separation? And I guess it could just be a writing piece. Yeah. All right. Well.
0: That's it for this week.
1: Uh, well, stretch that out to 40 minutes. Yep. Impressive. Good Indeed. job, Us. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back to uh, analyze part one of book three. Fire! It's going to be hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just said that.